been raining all day and I need to mow the grass again already and I'm kind of upset about it. But whatever. It happens. Yeah. As you know, it's monsoon season in the Midwest. Is it really? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, I think it's supposed to rain every single day this week. I think. That sucks. We, we're getting sunny skies and it's really, really hot here, so. Uh, yeah, you can send it my way, that'd be great. <laughs> so, Pizzy is here for the review tonight. Um, he told me earlier that he wouldn't be here for the review because he had a show to go to, but. He's actually really sick. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm very sorry. Mm -hmm. um, but we get to talk about the fact with yes. Pizzi. And it was his recommendation. So It was, yes. Yeah. I um, I hate to hear that you're sick, man, because it seems like you've been sick for like a year and a half. Hope you get better. Yeah. Hope you feel better, Pizzi. But we are glad you're here with us. Yes. Um, let's see. Do you have the multi-link? Yes. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Hey, Bia, what's Thanks. up? Alright, cool. Pizzy just has... Pizzy is just very unlucky. Uh, unlucky Sounds like it. Being sick. Um, Sounds like it. So... Well, right. Hopefully it goes away uh, soon. Yes. Okay, so Multilink is posted. Um, and are you ready to talk about the movie? Yep, I'm ready whenever you are. Okay. Uh, all right, well, let's start with uh, initial reviews, right? Yes. Um, so, okay. So I went kind of back and forth on this movie while I was watching it. Um, this is my first time watching it. <clears throat> Let me start by saying that. So, uh, I went kind of back and forth because part of it, okay, not part of it, the movie itself, like the plot of its, the plot itself isn't like that bad. There are some parts that I have issues with, um, but the acting is like beyond atrocious. So I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the six. To start off. Okay. Yeah, I actually... Um, so my kind of general synopsis of the movie was... Well, I guess first of all... I don't know if anyone watches horror movies for the acting. <laughs> I feel like horror movies are notoriously like bad where that's concerned. Um, Fair. But... So I'll say that I think that this was like a pretty okay movie. Like, yeah. it had some decent twists. Like I, I think that it was a low budget, uh, film, and you can kind of, I wouldn't say it's like canned. It's not uh like a canned story, um, but it it definitely feels like very compact. I don't know, <laughs> like, but it has some decent twists and turns, and um, so I I think it was like a pretty okay movie, like a pretty decent decent movie yeah like um, i would say i would watch it but i wouldn't like i would be like you have to watch this movie like it's so good you have to watch this movie but i'd be like you know what have you ever seen this it's pretty okay like yeah yeah maybe you should so watch I, it I, I was gonna give it like a five and a half okay yeah so we're, okay. we're pretty close pretty mm -hmm. close uh rating wise yes yes cool. we are and then i think that overall so it looks like on IMDb it gets 5.8 out of 10. So that's like right smack dab in between yeah. our two reviews. I think um, Rotten Tomatoes it gets its 69%. So okay. Um, yeah. Or no, wait, 69. Oh, that's the tomato. Wait, 41% liked it. Okay. <laughs> so that's a little bit lower. It's a little bit lower. Yeah. A little bit. Um, but it, yeah, it's not, it's not terrible. Uh, I think there's parts of it that are like, I don't know. I had trouble with them, but you might not have, and that's fine. So we'll see how it goes as the movie, as we kind of dive into the plot a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, go ahead. 
I was just gonna say plot wise, um, it's like a pretty simple plot, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, two two sisters um go back to their childhood home um after their mom dies and um was apparently filled with unhappy memories and not great times. Right. And uh so one one goes back, one is hesitant, um then weird things start happening and so the hesitant sister kind of steps up, becomes the main character and um you, you get this feeling that something paranormal is happening. And I think that's kind of where like the movie does a really good job with the kind of like I don't know twist part and obviously spoilers because we're talking about the movie, but um yeah. it kind of starts off with this sort of like paranormal feel and you go through like the normal paranormal shenanigans, right? Like cabinets are open in the middle of the night. The refrigerator's or like, open and food's left out. Yeah, or like there's strange noises and people are like disappearing in the house or they go missing and you can't find them and so it's very like paranormal type type uh happenings. Um but as the story progresses this the sister learns kind of like more and more about the house and she teams up with a cop um to investigate the house people are still missing <laughs> it it gets kind of intense and um sort of halfway through the movie they discover the secret room in the house and this is like the big reveal right like mm-hmm. these kids of these sisters have lived in the house they grew up in the house never knew this room existed it's a creepy room they're like secret spy holes that look into the other areas of the house and so this is kind of where it turns from a paranormal story to kind of like you start questioning what exactly is going on. Right. Um, <clears throat> like demon summoning? Was there like someone kept in the house that died and they're a ghost? Like, um, is it some random hobo living in the house? Yeah, yeah. Was yeah, was someone living in the house without their knowledge? Um, so it gets it gets interesting and I, I think that the movie does a pretty good job of like keeping you involved in the plot and kind of questioning what's happening um let's see so once they discover the room that's kind of the turning point and then what what happens after that so it's kind of like then it well i guess then it does kind of become paranormal it's it, i think it does a pretty good job of mixing like paranormal with the living um because yes there's still like she's doing like a she makes like a makeshift ouija board or whatever um and she's like talking to the ghost of uh, this lady that was beheaded beheaded um but there's also like a living i i guess it's a living flesh person um yeah well she well she brings in she brings in a medium because I think her initial reaction is that there is a ghost, like this place right. is haunted, right? So she brings in a medium and it kind of like, I guess, answers her question. Like she feels that there is obviously a ghost in the house. And so kind of as the movie progresses, you think that this ghost is sort of the the main antagonist. Um, right. And so, yeah, and she breaks out the the Ouija board and starts trying to communicate with the ghost. And uh, I guess the the biggest twist of the movie is she's in there talking to the, like, trying to communicate with the ghost. And from under the floor walks this, like, real-life person, right? Yes. So you're like, <laughs> like, what the heck is going on? Like this horrifying looking man who's not a ghost he's obviously a living person just like strolls out of the room <laughs> doesn't know she's there and uh so then you're you're faced with like this go- yes there is a ghost but there is actually also a live living man yes in their home like living under the floorboards <laughs> which i'm not going to lie like that like the thought of someone the thought of there being a secret room that you don't know about, and not only a secret room, but 
apparently like a secret room underneath that secret room because she goes down there and that's where he's like keeping dead bodies and stuff right so yeah to me like the thought of someone like unbeknownst to you is living in your house is terrifying to me oh yeah and especially when you think so like when they first uncover the room you see little peepholes right Mm -hmm. that look into the bedrooms the living room probably the bathroom i don't know but like (laughs) that there are all these holes in there that someone has just been looking through like and yeah that was really creepy (laughs) really a creepy thought like because i mean it it, it could be like it depends. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it like with how old the house is and stuff. Like these, those old houses have like weird little compartments in them all the time. Like my my best friend, he has this weird compartment in his basement that it just like goes to nothing, and I don't know what it's there for. <laughs> I don't know what it's there for, but it's like a super. It's like a hundred fifty year old house that he li- he lives in, and I get he's like, yeah, that was. What I got here, like, nah, I'll pass. I'll pass, bro. I don't want to be down here no more. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't imagine like discovering something like that in the house that I grew up in. Right. Just the thought of it. Although, so throughout the story, you kind of get, you kind of get some backstory about the sisters, and so even though they didn't know about the secret room growing up, there was some hinting at essentially i i guess taking a step back real quick the reason that one of the sisters was hesitant to return to the house was that their mother was just terrible to them um she was very abusive and so they're throughout the movie they talk about that and they also hint at, at the fact that um you know the sisters were uh, i guess essentially put they were put into a closet as punishment and that terrible terrible things happen in that closet well you find out later that that secret room has access to the closet right so then you're kind of thinking okay so there's these young children placed in the closet there's this creepy man living in a secret room in the middle of their home that has access to this closet and you just kind of imagine really terrible things yes very terrible things so Um. The yeah, I mean it. It all it works well together. They they do a very good job of storytelling, and they don't like. It's not like a bunch of what the hell is happening, and then all of a sudden you just get this huge rush of information. Like the lady's at the library, and she's just like types in exactly what she needs to find, and she finds out all this stuff. It's kind of like like sprinkled in throughout where she's kind of like doing searches and she's kind of like she's talking to the medium and the you know like the thing pops up on her phone the address on her phone or whatever and so she's like she's kind of like doing her own research as the movie goes on rather than it just being like one big wave of information and then the end yeah. like yeah, other so she, horror she movies does, do yeah she does like some sleuthing throughout the movie and you get hints about the past you get kind of hints about the ghost um, the ghost does lead some of that, like, you know, I think the ghost led her to a couple different places where mm-hmm. she discovered some information. And, um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think the movie did a good job of giving you bits of information throughout. And I think that's kind of what helped keep my attention through the story because it kind of does, it starts out as like a, a, maybe like a seemingly typical sort of like ghost Movie, it does you know? it really like does something, like something paranormal is happening in this house and you know there are mysterious and spooky circumstances right but when when that secret room is discovered and i, I think that's pretty much kind of like right in the middle of the movie like it, like i said it's really that turning point where okay like this isn't like a normal paranormal like ghost movie anymore there's there's more to it or there's something else going on right um so yeah, they did a good job of of kind of leading you through the story. Yeah, because up until that point, they really um, want you to believe that it's like a malevolent ghost, because like there's the point where she's in the house and she like has the the uh, the butcher the kitchen knife or whatever, um, 
it's like I don't know, probably like twenty or thirty minutes, and maybe forty-five, maybe forty minutes tops. But she's like in there with her. I can't remember. Um, it's whoever the 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 young daughter was staying with. Um, her name's like Liv or Liz or something like that. I can't. I don't know if she's like a family is it, friend. Is it the? I think it's their. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not an aunt. I guess okay. it must just be their family friend. But um, they're like staying in the house with that, and the, that lady goes missing, and um, and then she's like getting thrown around, like thrown around the house. She's getting smacked into everything in the kitchen, and so up until that point, you really start to think like, okay, this is just a typical malevolent spirit. Uh, they're gonna purge the house, and everything's gonna be honky dory. Uh, no. That's not what happens, you know. Like I, like you said, they kind of sprinkle in more things. They find the hidden room, and it. I think that that is a good way to do, like, go about it, because we've all seen prototypical horror, uh, paranormal movies, where oh, someone died in the house, and we got to find their bones, and we got to figure this out because yeah. it's a poltergeist. But this did a really good job of kind of once you get to that point where they find that secret room, it like it totally turns everything 100, 180 degrees. And you're like, well, what the hell is going on? Let's figure this out. I'm right yeah. there with you, girl. Let's figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So um, so at the end, when they show this man who's been living in the floor, um, kind of through through the movie you see him at the end and so it turns out that he is um their uncle so essentially throughout their childhood their mother had been housing i guess or her brother their uncle in the house he was living there like at, i don't know being sheltered and murdering like going around california and murdering people and um ended up murdering someone in the house as well i think right was yes. was she murdered in the house yeah uh yeah she um yeah yes <laughs> or i yeah that's okay i can i can't remember from the movie because I, I they showed there is a ghost in the house and that ghost was murdered and she yeah. was a friend of the family and i can't remember they showed a picture of the body but it didn't look like it was in the house Oh, but oh, okay. Pizzy says it was in the house, so yeah. So she was murdered in the house, and her—that's that's the ghost. So essentially, this this uh, serial killer uncle <laughs> was living with them the entire time. Yeah. Um, and he's still alive. Like he is still there. He's not a ghost. He's living. And, and he uh, is—he has is a taste for uh, you know pickles and and butter, I guess. Yeah, so you kind of see, like, some of the, like, poltergeist activity in the beginning of the movie where, like, cabinets were left open or there was food that was thrown out of the fridge. It it was actually pulled out by this man who was living in the house. So it wasn't the ghost at all. It was just a man who, who was wandering around the house while there were people in there, like, just, just living there, just, you know. Yeah. Totally normal, it's, totally fine. It's the most, like, I saw that. <laughs> That he there was like pickles and two sticks of butter, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what is like what does this ghost do? Because it's before you figure out there's a there's a, a dude living in the house. I'm like, what is this ghost doing eating pickles and butter? Like what? Yeah, is, it was just pickles and butter. <laughs> like what in the world? All right, sure. Yeah, so I I actually like as creepy as that entire scene was. I like I had to kind of chuckle at that because they show him at the fridge and then you're like, oh, he's the pickles and butter man. Right. <laughs> like it's just it's kind of like it's kind of silly. Like if it wasn't such an intense scene, because mm -hmm. during that same time, like the sister is trying to hide from him. She doesn't yeah. know that she's there. If it wasn't such an intense scene, it it would be kind of silly. Um, but. I think that uh it was a good it was a good scene <laughs> yeah it's it's good it's definitely good and i don't know i just thought that the i like i like i said i just thought that the pickles and the butter was like the most <laughs> like the two most random things he could have eaten out of the fridge 
are right. pickles and butter. Like, yeah, this is totally fine. Like, this is totally, I can totally make a good meal out of this. No, you can't. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was weird, so I guess you just have to assume that his... He is. Also not great. He, he looked weird. He, the, the guy they got to uh, play him, he did a great job. Because, I don't know, it could have also been the, the cinematography, but, like, when he comes climbing out of that, that hole in the, uh, the secret room, it is... Like the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So see, I don't know if they have a photo of him. Um, yeah, they might not. I don't know. Uh, buttered pickles sounds like an interesting snack. Actually you can get bread and butter pickles at the store. And they're like buttered it's like like pickles that have a, a hint of butter to them. And they're pretty good. They're, they're pretty not good. like the bread and butter pickles. They 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 are, but like they have hard to explain like <laughs> they are like bread and butter pickles but they have like a hint of butter flavor to them does that make sense like they have like spicy pickles too like hot pickles that are just like soaked in but whatever anyways <laughs> there aren't a whole lot of pictures of the guy but um I'm telling you guys right now, he looks creepy. He's, like, covered in freckles. Speaking of that, yeah. like, everybody in this movie is, like, covered in freckles. Aside from Casper Van Dien, who uh, was also, um, this damn name, Rico something? Colonel Rico in Starship Troopers? Mm-hmm. You ever seen that movie? No. What? Oh, no, maybe I have, yes. It's been a while. Like, that's such a good movie. They're Johnny Rico, that's his name. Johnny Rico, that's his name. yeah. Starship Troopers is a great movie. Anyways, everybody's like covered in freckles, and uh, but he, I don't know his, I don't know his like from a distance, like the the main bad dude. His from a distance almost looks like a, like Burns, and it freaks me out. I don't like it. Burns. Yeah. yeah. Like, just from a distance. Like, once you get up close, you're like, oh, they're just freckles. But from a distance, yeah. he he looks like he's burned. There's, like, no picture. Like, there, there are very, very few pictures of him. Like, even when you... Oh, wait. Was he the guy... Wait. Did he... Sorry. I'm looking at pictures of, like, him... Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. I mean, it's like kind of a behind the scenes shot, but like he's like holding the knife. Right. Bree, what's up? Hey, Bree. Um, but you can kind of see that he's like just got this really creepy look, and he just like walks around with no shirt. But they they have like makeup on him, so like I totally know what you mean when you are talking about him looking burned, because I think they kind of have like really pale makeup, and he's like kind of like like his skin's kind of like mottled a little bit and like gross. Um. But yeah, I was he did he also um, I, when I was looking up pictures of him, he there were like some like contortion pictures. And I think that he like has done a lot of like he's been in a lot of horror stuff, right? I don't know. I go to Wikipedia and his name does not have a. Um, I was thinking he was maybe the apparently like, he's in Stranger Things. Hill. He's been in, yeah, Stranger Things, American Horror Story. He's in um, Stranger he's Things. They show him oh, in a lot of monster Oh, he's the Demi-Gorgon. Yeah, they show him in a lot of monster suits. <laughs> Kippy, what is he's up? also in the upcoming movie, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Or historian. Yeah, I think that he just plays a lot of monster suit people. Like, he's in that he can, like, contort and stuff. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of neat. Dude, what they're making a Critters TV show? Oh my god! Sorry, I was looking at uh, his past credits on IMDb, and and he's he's in a new show. He's in a new show about the Critters franchise. He was the Demi Gorgon. That's cool. 
The man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. I feel like I need to watch this. We are talking about the movie The Pact. From 2012. That's important. Yeah, horror movie from 2012. (laughs) That's important. Is it important? Uh, It is. So, side note, I told you I had a a story about my dumbass um, self. Yeah. Right? So, I downloaded a movie called The Pact. It wasn't the right pact. (laughs) It was not the right pact. It came out in 2018, and it is entirely in Spanish. Now... The question, the question I want you to ask me is how long did I watch this movie before I realized that this was not the right movie? It's called El, pa- El Pacto. Mine said <laughs> The Pact. Mine said The Pact. Oh, it's The Pact TV series, 2018? Uh, n- no. It's the El Pacto. I guarantee it is. Apparently but I watched like 30 minutes of it before I was like... Do I need subtitles for this movie? That's so funny. Was it was it like in any way similar to this movie? No. <laughs> no. It just like wasn't even close. No, not even not. Mm, nope. funny. Although I couldn't really tell because they were speaking Spanish and yeah, I'm not fluent in Spanish. <laughs> so that's my dumbass. But- so if anyone wants to watch this movie, it is the Pact. Yes, from 2012. There are apparently a lot of Pacts out there. There is, because there's also a sequel to this one. Also, yeah, a there, well, there's the Pact too, yes. which I don't think got great reviews. I don't think it was that good. I don't know, Pizzy, if you've seen the Pact too, uh, but I have I not seen it. Was. I don't know about it, um, but there is the Pact too. <laughs> There's also El Pacto. El Pacto. I'm yeah. sure I'm saying that wrong, and I apologize. But so we kind of talked a little bit about what we liked in the movie. Mm-hmm. So a lot of kind of the twists, and well, we said the acting wasn't great, um, but that the story overall was pretty good. Had a pretty decent twist. Um, the plot went at a decent pace. Um, so do you want to talk about things that we weren't so crazy about besides the acting? Okay. So I think there's, I think that they do, I think they go out of their way to make the main character seem like, I don't, I don't know if they're trying to make her seem like attractive okay i that sounds bad she's not unattractive listen all right so there's the scene where she's at the motel or whatever motorcycle scene what the motorcycle scene no the scene where she's in a dream sequence and she's like walking around in her underwear for like 10 minutes and then there's other scenes where she's like she's like crossing her arms but instead of just crossing her arms normally, she's like pushing her boobs up and out. And I don't I don't quite get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand the point of it. Maybe you can enlighten me. I didn't notice that at all. Are you serious? <laughs> I, thought, I so the scene where she's in her underwear at the hotel and she I thought that was like a little like I I think I kind of noticed it, but like it didn't it wasn't like a huge thing for me but i definitely did not notice like the rest of the stuff like there's it's definitely there it's definitely there there's a scene um i want to say it's whenever she goes to meet the medium like when she goes to the house for the first time and um there's like all that there's like all the people there or whatever you know what i'm talking about yeah. And she's like standing she's like talking to the dude named Giles. Shout out to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um <laughs> but she's like talking to him and he's like wait here and she like she does it like right then. She like crosses her arms and she just like pushes her boobs up and out. And I'm like what is the point of this? Why are you doing this? Why are you standing that way? And also, not only that, this is the bigger thing, right? So that's not a big deal. I don't care. I just was curious if there was a reason for it that I missed. 
the more important thing is she stands she has this dumbass look on her face the entire time if she's not talking and she has like a partially opened mouth like i need to find a picture god damn it no like i i know what you're saying oh oh wait yeah also there's that scene where need to find she a goes to the bathroom with the door open that was kind of weird too there's a lot of weird things in this movie that pertain to the main character i don't so understand I don't, it i wasn't like super like i didn't i could take her or leave her like she didn't bother me that much but i wasn't like super crazy about her but i think that to me overall they were trying to make her seem like kind of like tough kind of like hardened from her past so like to me i'd have to rewatch that scene where she crosses her arms but to me like she was kind of in a situation where that was like uncomfortable and if you kind of like kind of like have your arms like tight tight to your chest or whatever uh, maybe it could be misinterpreted as like i mean your boobs are there if you cross your arms like it's kind of hard not to <laughs> I, I, that's fair that's fair and i i, I very well could be reading way too far into it and that's fine i was just saying coupled with the scene where she's walking around in her underwear and all these other scenes where she's just doing this dumb shit it just didn't make sense that's I, it. I do agree that there were like some if i sit and think about it there were a couple of like not that it's attracted from the movie for me but it's just kind of like that's an interesting decision because I remember that scene specifically like in the motel um, mm. cause she hops on the motorcycle and she's in like less than booty shorts and she has to like straddle the motorcycle. And I was like, this is an interesting like right. <laughs> choice, but that, that was the only part of the movie that where I was like, this is kind of a weird direction, but I think for the rest of the movie she, to me, she just kind of felt like she was trying to be built up as this like, kind of like i don't know like tough tough kid tough guy i don't know because that when she talks to the cop she's kind of guarded she's kind of like angry she's sort of like and he mentions that i think that's just kind of like her character so i don't know that's fair yeah it doesn't it doesn't like take anything away from from the movie I think I still think that her having her mouth partially open the entire time when she's not talking is like was a little bit it it honestly irks the the hell out of me like just close your mouth like just close it <laughs> I think that's just her face <laughs> it might have been just her face but it irked the hell out of me um maybe I'm shallow that's fine but it was a thing that I I really like I was just like dude stop she, she definitely has like a look and as I look at pictures of her, I think that's just her face. I could be wrong. Uh, her name is Katie Lotz. Um, but she she has, like, a very specific look. So, I don't that's know. That's fair. I, she, she was neither here nor there for me in the movie. Um, that's fair. But I think, I think that my biggest issue with the movie, and this was kind of, like, post- watching it um so i was i was interested in the ending because they give you enough information where you can kind of like make your own conclusion um or you know kind of create your own ideas as to like what some of the parts of the story kind of like what they meant what they were um so I, you know, I was kind of like formulating my own ideas, um, but then I actually went online to see what other people had to say about the ending of the movie, and it totally went to a place that I had not even thought of. I don't know if you did any additional research on the ending. I didn't. But, okay, so, uh, so this is I'm gonna tell you since you don't know, um, and this is gonna get kind of dark. Um, is it? That I will keep it. She's his daughter. Yeah. And that he um did things with that lady. Uh 
I no. my, my thought was she's actual okay so she's the the uh, she's the ghost's daughter that Jennifer Glick or whatever Jenny Glick um the one that was decapitated yeah and he um he raped her and that she's like a a product of that because the medium kept screaming like she doesn't want anyone to know what she didn't want anyone to know that's where i thought it went so you were close you were closer than i was to it so there is a deleted scene that would make the ending so much more clear i'm i don't know whether they cut it out because it did give away too much of the ending because it's it's pretty dark and they wanted to make it a little less dark mm-hmm. but um do you remember the ending scene where the uncle dies and they zoom in on his eyes and he's and got one red eye or one green eye one blue eye yeah, yeah and they zoom in on hers so the deleted scene is that oh well no i guess i guess you're right so well, essentially, the deleted scene is some side comment where someone talks about the color of her eyes because they're two different colors and how it's a trait passed down from the father. Mm-hmm. So I can totally see where you would come to that conclusion. And I don't know if there's a way – I might have to watch the movie again. So the theory I read was that the um, the older sister – was actually the daughter of the de- the decapitated girl, and she and um, the blonde was the daughter of the mother and her uncle. So basically, a product of incest. Okay, that's so, fair. I can I see that know. too. And I don't know if they gathered that from, like, the way the mother looked. Because, essentially, the decapitated woman, I think, like, had was, like, a brunette. And the older sister was a brunette. Whereas, I think that the mom and the brother were both blonde. And that it was supposed to be implied that she was their offspring. That's fair. I don't know. Uh, that that makes it even I mean it's still dark. <laughs> yeah, no matter it's... like which way you slice it. Um something happens. Some bad things happen, but uh but yeah. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if it was both. Um so like <laughs> well I say that and I I don't it wouldn't surprise me if they were both products of this man. Um so one is incest and one is just rape and that is why like so they're from two different women but when the lady died or whatever the mom right they're going the back there for her funeral the mom took this other child in and yeah. the reason she's so mean to these kids is because she resents them for bringing like being a part of him does that make yeah, sense his kids. right well i mean even though i mean she the mom or like hid him so that was i don't know I, they don't give a lot of backstory about the the mother and the uncle's relationship aside from the fact that she essentially sheltered him from yeah. being discovered um she hid him even though he was a serial killer and uh i don't know you know whole... families do a lot of crazy shit that is true. You're not wrong, but that's pretty extreme. <laughs> that's that's like the deepest end, uh, deepest darkest end of what you would do for family. <laughs> it's, it, I speak from experience, not that far, but you'd be surprised <laughs> at what family will do for other family. It's uh, yeah, it's it's very dark, very disturbing. Yes. Uh, and I was at the end of the movie, I was kind of trying to piece it together because I, I still assumed that, you know, I, like at the end, I was like, what I thought was, oh, um, she, they have the same color eyes. They must be related. Mm-hmm. I didn't go as far as to think that oh, they're related. I was like, oh, well, 
I guess that that's just a confirmation that he's her uncle. Like, but no. Then that's that's what's important about that scene that was deleted, where someone makes a comment that says, "Oh, that I thing is a trait passed down from your father." Yeah. <laughs> and then you would go, "Oh, well, that's gross. that just got weird and dark." Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that that was my only like. You know, overall, I thought the movie was pretty good. That was my only issue with the movie was that I think they deleted a pretty important scene that kind of like helps uh, tie the ending together a little bit better. Um, but uh, you know, other than that, it was it was a pretty decent, pretty decent movie. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I mean, whether they should have left that scene in or not is really up to the person that watches it because some people don't like having everything spelled out for them. They like to kind of like form their own opinions about what happened. Um, yeah, yeah. Inception's a great example of that. There's still debates going on to this day. Was he in a dream or not, you know? Um, yeah. But other people, you know, they like like A, B, and C. This is like an outline of this is how the story goes. This is the, this is wor- like, what happens. So I think, yeah. I I think they're kind of like um, damned if they do, damned if they don't kind of thing. Um, yeah, that's true. But I I tend to agree with you. Um, I did notice that she had two different color eyes early on in the movie, and then that kind of just kind of like solidified it for me. I was yeah. like, okay, well, this is what's going on. Um, that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't ever spelled out, so I didn't I didn't feel comfortable enough saying. This is this is the story. If I, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It it definitely leaves a lot up to interpretation at the end. Yeah. Um, although you got pretty close, you got pretty close to what what other people had to say about the ending. Head. Yeah. Cool. Well, is there anything, any other parts of the movie that you wanted to touch on? Um. No, I do want to say thanks to the director for giving Casper Van Dien another shot after Starship Troopers. Because while, you know, while it's not a great movie, it's uh, it's a good uh, sci-fi movie, and it, it deserves more credit. It's ridiculous, but it deserves more credit. So wait, what part did he play in this movie? Uh, he was uh, the dude that got stabbed in the neck with the knife. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the dude from Starship yeah. Troopers. Oh gosh, yeah. Pizzy, you're going to bed. All right. Have a good I night, Pizzy. And that you feel better. Please feel better. <laughs> yes, please. Um. Oh, that's funny. Actually, but he's been in so many things. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but he's not been in anything good. Starship Troopers, the new Alita Battle Angel. He was in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. He was in the 1998 Tarzan. Yeah, but he doesn't play, like, big characters. No. He's actually been in, like, a ton, a ton of stuff. But, yeah, all, like, bit parts. Yeah. Like. He played Cyclops. In what? Dead. Deadpool the Musical 2? Sure. What was that? Is that animated? Oh, it's animated. No, it's not animated. Hey, Cyclops? Sorry. (laughs) I want to see him as Cyclops. Anyway. uh, Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. (laughs) I'm trying to think if there's anything else that, like stood out to me or i think we like covered most of it yeah i mean there's not like i i think there's not much else really to say um it's not like a fantastic movie but it's not so bad that um it warrants like we need to rip this thing to shreds and talk about all the things that we hate about it um i think that it's kind of middling um so yeah 
I think that we've talked about everything that really needs like warrants discussion. All right, cool. Well, let's uh, let's hop into our final review. Okay. Do you want to go first? <laughs> um, sure. I, you know, after talking about it, I don't think that my opinion has really changed that much. Okay. Um, I kind of feel the same about it now as I did after I watched it. Um, it's it's a uh, decent movie, not a great movie, not a terrible, just pretty decent, pretty okay movie. <laughs> and uh, I think that for a, for a low budget horror movie, it did have an interesting twist. Um, a pretty uh, yeah, pretty interesting twist. So I think I would keep it at a five and a half. Five and a half. Got it. Boop, boop. Uh, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Um, I think that... <sighs> I think that um, it has... It does some things really well. Like I said, the story the, the story pacing is really nice, and it kind of uh, keeps you on your toes with the, the story itself. Um, I just... that The actress sucks. All right, but she's not bad enough to <laughs> warrant me taking off points. So, um, but yeah, I'm going to keep it at like a, like, I'll say like a 6.3. Six, okay, so you went up from a 6 to a 6.3. Yeah, I think that okay. just because I think that um the ending does warrant discussion on whether you or not you think it's as dark as I think it is. Um, yeah. But I don't want to have that conversation because that's gross. Oh, wait. You think it's darker than what we talked about? I think it's darker than you thought it was. I think it's as dark as I think it is. Does that make wait, sense? But we yes. But I you, mean, I, you thought it wasn't as that dark. Well, when I when I first watched it, I didn't think I wasn't thinking that way. But when I made when I looked it up and looked at what other people were saying about the ending, it made sense, and I realized that it was darker than I originally thought it was. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So no, I mean, I I think that that you were on the right track. I think that that's, that's the kind of dark ending it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Although not as weird as a, as good old perfume. Not as weird uh, as that ending. I like perfume. Yeah. We're not going to talk about perfume. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not. You're absolutely 100% correct. We're not. <laughs> Anyways, so I'll go up from I'll go up from a six to a six point three. That's fine. Okay. That point three is Casper Van Dien. Okay, that's that's a like not a ton of points, but a pretty significant jump for like hey, just one. You know, you know, uh, Sama Hayek's butt in Wild Wild West got a half a point. So that is true. So, so he he's almost as good as Sama Hayek's butt is what I'm gathering. Have you seen him? He's gorgeous. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> he just like what what was funny in I guess in this movie is um so he's supposed to be like this older cop, I guess. I don't know how old he actually is. I don't think he's that old. No. Because they it they it almost looked like they painted like gray hairs in his beard yes, so that he could make a old. comment about how old he was. Fifty years old. That's not that old. I. Oh. No, he made a he made a comment in the movie about how the main actress or the main uh, character, the girl, was just like his daughter. About how they were about the same age. She's so, like twenty. I guess she yeah, like okay. she's about twenty. Say twenty two, twenty three. Well, this was in two thousand twelve, so he was actually like forties. Okay, I had my first kid at eighteen. All right. Well, fine. I'm just saying. I feel like no. Made, I agree. I agree. I feel like they make him look older than he was. I mean, like he, his gray beard wasn't actually a real gray beard. It might not have been. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Might not have been. 
He's also very tan. Although you find that a lot in Florida, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. All right. Uh, so five and a half and a six point three for 3. the Pact 2012. Not El Pacto or any other Pact that <laughs> Not, you guys may yes. run across. Yes. <laughs> Man, so. that I gave it a better score than Perfume. And well, Silent Hill. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's a better score than Jingle All the Way. Wow. So, you know, I think that the movie. Brutal. It wasn't anything like new or revolutionary, but I think for what it was, it was pretty decent. Yeah. Like, it was decently or solidly decent decently solid like <laughs> i don't know it, it didn't take any risk really but it didn't again it wasn't something that like wowed me yeah so i think maybe, it's yeah that I, safeness kind of gave it some extra points <laughs> i think it's one of those movies that you can be like hey have you seen this movie while you're like browsing through netflix um and someone's like no i haven't seen that oh you should watch it if you get a chance or like do you want to watch this it's okay like it's pretty okay but it's not a, a movie yeah. that you're like, hey, dude, have you seen The Pact from 2012? You need to watch it. It's so <laughs> good. 2012? <laughs> yeah. Not El Pacto from 2018? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think it's, like I said, it's like middle of the road. It's pretty good. It's pretty okay. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty fine. solid. Pretty solid. It's decently pretty solid. Yes. There we go. All right. So um, looking ahead... What is next on our movie list? Dude. What Terror do we vision. have? Terror, Terror Vision. Terror Vision. Yes. Yes. So... Terror Vision. My buddy, not... my, my longtime friend, has been asking me. He's been hounding me. He's like, you guys need to... I'm not kidding. Yeah. I'm not yeah, no, kidding. Yeah. Like, every day or at least... It's at least once a week I get asked, hey, have you watched Terror Vision yet? No, I haven't. I'm waiting for the movie review. It's like you should watch it. Okay. So I don't know if we need to put a date on this. It's Terror Vision, 1986. I don't know. I will say though that when he said it to me, I thought he was talking about the movie Videodrome with fucking James Woods, and I was like, I'm not gonna watch that. Um, you don't know Videodrome is awful, awful, awful I movie. I will um, avoid it though. But. Yeah, I was like, not watching Videodrome. Um, so, like, Terror Vision is, it says it's a cult trash movie from the 80s. That's from IMDb. I think, if I'm not mistaken, hang on, let me make sure before is, I say is it. Cult, is cult trash a, uh, uh, you a can, category? You can watch the entire movie on Netflix. Nice. Oh. A family's new satellite TV system starts receiving signals from another planet, and it soon becomes soon becomes a passageway for an alien world. Apparently, according to my friend, now keep in mind he is a fan of this movie. There are yeah. some like underlying themes in this movie about like consumerism. Um, okay. So he said it's like like it's it's a bad movie, but it's it's really good and it kind of makes you think a little bit is what he said so it's like it's so bad it's good and it kind of makes you think a little bit is basically what he said um okay so i don't know oh man sorry so i'm on imdb and it's giving me like more movies like this and there's some pretty good ones uh there... shopping mall i i think that this is a genre like it's got a 5.7 on imdb that's pretty good yeah Pretty good. Chopping Mall Video Dead. Street Trash. I saw the stuff and I thought it was the staff. And I think I remember the staff being a pretty good movie too. I've seen the stuff. The stuff? I've seen the stuff, yeah. Is it good? Uh it's alright. I think I It's okay. Staff. Basket case is really good. 
Judd, not so much. Frankenhooker, that's a top ten. There. Anyway, a lot of a lot of uh, similar like I don't know. I'll just see Night of the Demons. Sci-fi horror movies, um, but yeah, if you guys take a look at the um, here, if you take a look if, at the. Uh, if you've seen Dead Hooker in a Trunk, says horror historian. Nope. Look it up right now. Uh, no. Dead Hooker uh, in a Trunk. Art. There you go. Right there. Set in beautiful Vancouver, four friends set out on an everyday errand and end up in a fight for their lives when they discover the body of a dead hooker left in their trunk. Sure. Yep. <laughs> that yep. Uh, synopsis sounds like the title. Sounds like... Right, I, I don't know what yeah. else you really, you know, need to know about it after that. Find the dead hooker in the trunk. All right, fair enough. Straightforward movie. More like this. See no evil too. Sure. Alright, so in two weeks time we will be reviewing Terror Vision. Uh yeah, so when wait, let's see, two weeks from now. That would be uh fourth. June fourth. Yeah. Yep. June so 4th. I'll I'll be around. I'll be here. We'll mm -hmm. review some Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, it'll be good. Yep, I'm excited. Mainly just to get him off my back. <laughs> just have it over with. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested in it. It looks like it's different than some of the stuff we've reviewed. Um, so. Yeah. I'm. At it. I've heard decent things about it, so I'm. I'm. Not. That upset about watching it. Alrighty. Well, we will see you guys in two weeks for some Terror Vision. Uh, thank you, Tin Man. For, thank you, Biscuit. Uh, for being my movie review partner in crime. And uh, PIC. You, you are not streaming tonight? No. Not streaming. Oh, so we're going to find someone to raid. Yes, as will I. So, I hope that you have a good night, Tin Man. I hope you and, do as well. Uh, I will talk to you later. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. Bye. Okay. We're going to find someone to raid. Okay. Following. Um, if he's still going, we're going to raid Brandon. If he's a still... A... Where is he? Is he still going? That's the question. Looks like it. Okay. So we're going to... We, we very rarely... Get to raid um, uh, GRTK Brandon. He's usually ending um, before we get done. But we're going to go ahead and throw it over to him because um, he just came back from a two-week hiatus and uh, he deserves some love. He's a good dude. I really appreciate his friendship. Um, again, guys, I'll be back tomorrow night with... Probably Chrono Cross. Um, it's it is Wednesday after all, so we'll see. Um, but other than that, guys, I got nothing else. If you have the Tin Man emotes, you can do that. If you do not, you can do that. Either way, it's all cool, all gravy, baby. Elmac, what's up, dude? How you doing? Came too late. Never came too late, brother. We're just gonna go throw it over to to uh, to uh, Brandon. Gonna throw it over to Brandon. We uh, we finished the movie review, and I gotta pee like a fucking Russian racehorse, man. So we're going to throw it over here. I do appreciate you stopping by, though, man. Appreciate. It means a lot that you're thinking about me. Um. So yeah, guys. I hope you have a great night and have a good one.